Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to talk about how to use the coming back from break as a bit of a reset in your classroom, whether you're in person, online, both, you're not sure. Uh, Things have been so crazy this year, but maybe even more than ever, we need to come back ready, refreshed, and resetting, fixing some of the areas in our classroom that have been particularly troublesome. So I'm going to talk with you today about um, an easy strategy to make that happen. So the first thing that you need to do is to identify where are your issues, and what needs to be different. So first of all, let's start there. What has been going poorly to this point? And in particular, I'm referring to things that haven't gone well as far as the organization and the structure and the students following procedures and things like that. So what areas have been particularly chaotic Um, where do you feel like you're losing your students or, you know, hey, you wanted them to, you know, do things a certain way and it's just not happening? Where is that happening? Where are you having behavior issues? Where are you having engagement issues? Uh, Where are you having issues where students not following the procedures or things being chaotic? So take a second. If you need to, go ahead and hit pause and think about it because the rest of this episode is going to be a whole lot more helpful for you if you have one or two instances in mind. So stop and think what particular areas, if I could fix, you know, one, two, three areas, what would those be? What would I pick that I would really like to go more smoothly um, in these coming months than it's gone in the past? So take a second, pause if you need to, and think what are those few issues I would most like to fix? Okay, hopefully you've identified what those issues are. Now that you have them in mind, what you want to do is think through what needs to look different about them. So for example, let's say that you're on Zoom or in person and the start of class has been chaotic. So whether you're in person, you know, students entering class has been chaotic. Or if you're on Zoom, you know, students are coming in and there's just kind of chaos in the beginning before class actually starts. What you want to do is stop and think, okay, what do I want this to look like? Okay, I want students to, you know, enter quietly. I want them to do this while they're waiting. You know, what would it look like if you're not, if you think about it on on your own or talk with another teacher? So this might take some thought after this episode is done, thinking through what do I want this to look like in a perfect world? How would this work? And thinking through what is the best way to structure it? What do I want to expect from my students in this new year? All right, so you're identified your issue. You've thought through, how do I want it to look? What is a better procedure? What is a better expectation? How do we want to handle this? Then what you want to do is, if possible, find a way to shake it up. Now, you might be able to get away without a shakeup if you start this on day one coming back from school. So, If you start your, if you try to teach the new procedure on day one, coming back from a break, you kind of have a natural reset there and you might be good. But if you're not starting on day one, coming back, 
or even if you are, you can enhance the chances of actually being able to reset and reinstitute a new expectation by having a classroom shakeup. So the reason we need this is because you guys know students get in bad habits and there's kind of that negative inertia of students getting being used to doing things a certain way that's not working. And if we want to change that inertia and kind of turn the ship, it's helpful to have something that helps us reset, kind of force a reset so students have a clear like, okay, it was this. Now it's this. So what I was saying before is that the you know Christmas break and coming back can be a bit of a natural reset. But A, if you're not doing this right when you get back from Christmas break, um, or B, if you want to give yourself an even better chance of creating that reset, you can use a classroom shakeup. So a classroom shakeup is just doing something tangible to force that reset and show students with actions rather than just your words that things are going to be different. So a classroom shakeup can look there's a few different examples of what you could do. You could simply skip a certain part of your routine. So let's say the issue has been with, um, with, you know, getting drinks at a water fountain after recess. Okay, so if you could normally come back from recess and you all stop at the water fountain and then you go to your room, you could simply skip that and just go straight to the room. And everyone's going to be wondering, hey, why? Why didn't we get a drink? We always get a drink. And that's your opportunity to show them, okay, well, we didn't get a drink because of this. This is what we're going to do differently. Okay, um, so you can skip a part of your routine that you normally do. You can also um, remove something from the room if you're in person. You so I had one teacher who whose students were having trouble with um, their coat rack. So she removed the coat rack from the room. Um, once again, that created a little bit of chaos. Students were like, "What's going on? Where's the coat rack? Uh, where are we supposed to put our coats?" You're purposely creating a little bit of chaos to get students' attention and get them coming to you and asking. What's going on? Why is this happening? So you have their attention and can force a bit of a reset. So you can skip a part of your normal routine. You can take something physically out of the room if you're in person. If you're in person, another easy way to do a reset is to just close the door and not let students into your room until you talk with them. Uh, Assuming you have permission, that might be a little challenging with social distancing this year. But um, another thing you can do, though, regardless of whether you're in person or online, is just think of something strange to do. Just think of something strange or just different than what you normally do. That's the key. Just something different than normal that will get their attention. So for example, if you've had trouble on Zoom or, or your virtual classroom with students when they come into class, maybe that first day back, you have a GIF looping on your screen that's just like of, you know, of an epic fail. You know, just like this funny GIF looping, epic fail, epic fail, epic fail. And they're all going to get on there and be like, what is this? And you come on and say, hey, you know, this is why I've had the skip because this has been an epic fail and we're going to fix it or whatever it is. Okay, so you can have a little bit of creativity, a little bit of fun. The point is to just do do something that's going to get their attention rather than just the generic, okay, class, we're going to do this differently now. Um They've heard that a million times. Do something a little bit different that will kind of shake them up a little bit and be like, oh, okay, um, you know, something different is happening. All right, so to this point, we've identified the issue. We've thought through what needs to be different. We've planned a way to shake it up. Then, obviously, you're going to actually do your shakeup. So ideally, the first day back from break, but if you're listening to this later, then tomorrow. You know, plan your shakeup 
conduct your shakeup. Then when you have their attention, when they come to you and say, what is going on? Why? Why did you do whatever silly thing or different thing you decided to do? Um, Then you say to them, okay, uh, this is not the time to lecture. You just simply say, okay, to this point, this procedure or whatever it is has not been going well. And so we're going to do it differently from now on. And you need to teach them this is what we're going to do. Explain very clearly this is how we're going to do it from now on. After you've explained it, though, you need to actually do it, okay? So actually practice whatever it is. So if you're practicing the start of class in person or online, you might actually say, okay, we're all going to leave and we're going to come back in again and we're going to do it the new way. Practicing it right then and there will do a couple things. One, it will it will help them actually you know, practice, work through what it looks like, right? You need that practicality of actually doing it to kind of remember it. It also shows, though, that you're serious. Once again, remember, our idea is to actually force that reset. So having them actually get up and come back in is like, okay, well, we're actually we're actually doing this. <laughs> Let's, you know, she, she means this. She's not just saying, you know, saying something like I've heard a million teachers tell us a million things, you know, over the years. Um, so you actually redo it the new way right then and there. As you're redoing it with your students, when you see them do something the wrong way, make sure you correct it and have them redo it. So let's say you're practicing coming back into the room and someone comes in and they run into the room or they, uh, you know, come in, you know, unmuted and and blaring whatever loudly into the room, whatever it is you just told them not to do um, and they do it incorrectly, have that person try again. Okay, so whatever it is that you're practicing, it's really important to notice what went incorrectly and have the student correct it. Don't just say it. Have them redo it. It feels silly in the moment, but you're training them. Keep in mind they're in a bad habit. You're trying to do a new habit. So once again, for the same two reasons. One, them practicing it will help them remember the right way to do it. Number two, it shows them that you're serious, that we're actually going to do this differently from now on. By the way, if you want to do modeling, modeling is another great strategy um, for helping um, students learn a new procedure or reinforce um, expectations. That would go in the explaining part. So that would go right after you do your classroom shakeup and students are, you're explaining the new way of doing it. That's when you would model it with them, with a few students, and then you practice it together. So um, I would recommend doing the modeling before practicing, but don't let modeling, modeling doesn't replace everyone practicing it. Everyone should do the procedure, or at least as much, depending on what it is, um, as much as possible, you want to practice it together. All right, once you've done that, once you've done your shakeup and you've practiced it together and you've corrected and you've redone it if needed, um, you can have certain students redo it, or in some cases you might need the whole class to redo it if it really needs a lot of help. Then from now on, you need to be super consistent, all right? So um, once again, we're, we're using the example of the start of class. Uh, if you've practiced it, you've redone it if necessary, you've corrected, then the next day when students come in, you need to be hyper vigilant. okay? The next day when students come in, you need to be watching. 
And if things aren't right, you want to you want to correct and redo. Of course, you're complimenting all along the way, right? Of course, you're being encouraging. Of course, you're not yelling at students or getting upset or frustrated. Realize they, once again, remember, you're turning inertia. They're in a bad habit. You're trying to create a new one. So be patient, be kind, but also be very insistent. This is how we're going to do it from now on. Um, and so you're going to consistently correct, especially for the next couple days. It's going to take a few days to get this new habit to kind of turn that inertia completely. The reset is a huge help, but you've got to keep everyone on that new path and not reverting back to the old path. So for the next few days, be hyper vigilant, be hyper, um, I don't want to say critical in the bad way, but have students correct and redo anything that you see that they're not following the procedure. So just be super insistent. So much of cluster management is just being insistent that students actually do what they're supposed to do. Just being insistent, just being consistent in your insistence um, is huge, okay? So be consistent, and I think you'll find after a week or two, you won't need to be as vigilant because students will, by by and large, be in this new habit, and things should be running a lot more smoothly in that particular area. I hope you guys have found this idea helpful. Once again, um, if you need to re-listen to this episode and just think through all the various aspects, if you need help figuring out how this could work or what you could do for your shakeup, our Facebook group is a great place to talk with fellow teachers and to get advice. If you're not part of it, you can join it at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook. If you are having trouble with classroom management beyond just little tweaks that are needed, I highly recommend joining us in Classroom Management 101. And we have a special deal for you this week. If you use the code 2021RESET, 2021RESET at checkout, then you can save $20 this week only on Classroom Management 101. And you can find out all the details at teachfortheheart.com slash cm 101. So that's teachfortheheart.com slash CM101. Enter the code 2021RESET at checkout. And Classroom Management 101 will be a huge help to you if you feel like, I know this year is just absolutely insane, but if classroom behavior, if students have not been following your procedures, if class has been chaotic, um, that is just going to exasperate all of your other problems and all of your other challenges. So if that has been an issue for you this year, then I really think this would be well worth the time and investment uh, to get this training and be able to shore up some of those areas. It's going to make everything else run more smoothly, um, even amidst and maybe especially amidst all the craziness that's happening. And Classroom Management 101 is set up where you can watch them in just, you know, 10-minute chunks here or there as you have a chance. Um, But they're also available in audio format. All the lessons are available in audio format, so you can download it and listen while you're cooking or cleaning or in the car. Uh, So it's very easy to consume. You don't need it you don't need to set aside hours of time to take the course. You can listen to it in those, um, you know, free um, blocks of time that you already have or, you know, while you're multitasking, doing other kind of mindless tasks. So we tried to make it as easy for you as possible. Once again, all the details are at teachfortheheart.com slash CM101. And make sure you use the code 2021RESET. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Let me pray for us before we go. Father, thank you for each teacher that is persevering through this just crazy school year. Thank you that you are with us every step of the way. I pray that you will help all of them as they consider and prepare to head back for stu- to school or if they're already back. I pray you will give them the wisdom, 
the stamina, the energy, the endure, the endurance that they need for this year, Father. Um, help us to rely on you. We need you most of all. And give us all clarity um, in what you would have us do today and tomorrow and the day beyond that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.